right on, right on. You know, I think that was probably a really good fade, in, especially with the music and stuff. Uh, we had uh, Combrio on again, uh, who I always like, and uh, it's one of the few records here that uh, everyone seems to be okay with. And uh, boy, oh boy, I think everyone here, like uh, Milk Crate was just mentioning, everyone's on time. Wade's here, I'm here. Uh, Milk Crate's here. I think he's got a record set up in the future here for a second. I think, oh, okay, let me just push that one. And then we're officially recording now, so we're still under the 6 o'clock mark, but maybe about 6 minutes, uh, 6, and, uh, I didn't push my button over here either. Either way, we're doing okay. So uh, welcome back here to Mutiny Radio, uh, Racers Alley, here in the heart of the mission, and let me do this one. And now officially we're on the clock. Yeah. So uh, so far so good. Uh, we've had a great uh, time here in the new year. Everyone seems to be uh, doing okay. Uh, good to see you, Mulcrick. Good to see you, Mr. Boyd. And uh, boy, oh boy, uh, happy new year to both of you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Let me see if I can turn on some mics here. Are you on? Uh, 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 uh. Mulcrick? Yep, I'm here. Happy new year, everyone. All right. Well, I'm not hearing you, but okay, we'll, we'll figure that yeah, we'll, we'll do a little testing here in a second. We all haven't been together here in a while, and last couple of shows I was here alone, so I was just kind of going to deal with one mic. But uh, anyhow, uh, welcome back here to Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. And um, boy, uh, we're going to have an exciting show tonight. Uh, uh, Wade Boyd just got uh, back from Florida, yeah? Yeah. Yep, okay. And uh, um, we were all asking uh, Mr. Hakmazada and, uh, you know, a couple little boys from, uh, you know, Jack uh, Days and stuff, uh, Dustin, and we were going, oh, there should not be going any racing going on out there. They thought about testing and stuff. So we'll get into that shortly. And uh, Milk Crate, great to have you back. You're going to have some good music. Uh, last two shows, I was able to really irritate our pal Chuck by putting on some Billy Joel which is, uh, you know, his absolute, like, uh, favorite. <laughs> so, you are, you are. yeah, your mic ain't working, but uh, there's a whole issue going on right over there, but we'll fix it. And uh, so, yeah, welcome back to uh, Mutiny Radio, and uh, welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission in the new year. And uh, this is the first show where we're going to have uh, Wade and Mulcourt back, our full crew here. Uh, Miss Emily's going to be at home tonight. Uh, her roommate got a little COVID, so she's going to be a little, uh, how do you say, uh, quarantined for about a week. And uh, but yeah, she uh, sends her love and wanted to be here, and uh, you know, just uh, part of our crew here. And uh, that being said, um, boy, so tonight, uh, like I said earlier, um, Wade Boyd from Subculture Racing has just gotten back from Daytona, along with Eric Lindauer, who's also part of Subculture Racing, and I believe you boys were racing sidecars. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have to hear a whole story about that and, uh, the, you know, uh, what was happening in that whole weekend, as well as uh, Hawk Mazzotta is going to call in, uh, I believe, to the last week of December or something, he was racing over at Sears Point, and uh, he was running a, uh, a beggars class, uh, baggers, baggers, you know, the big old Harley things, and um, or I think an Indian as well, but uh, we would love to hear how he did over at Sears Point and what an experience that was because if you look at the close pictures on the interwebs of what them baggers are it's a kind of like a you know um unobtainium boy i think they had a lot of expensive machinery one-off swing arm billet aluminum i mean these bikes look like they're just like gp bikes but with a little bagger bodywork so it's like nascar it looks like a you know yeah. a ford but it ain't nothing like the ford you buy you know yeah. so it's really cool sure it is. <laughs> so uh hawk's gonna be calling in a, a little bit later about that and i believe uh waits uh pal pete pete yeah yeah pete's gonna call and then uh eric's gonna call yeah, so uh, and then we're going to hear about 
Daytona. Two versions of the same, talking about the same thing. Oh, awesome. Okay, so, um, yeah, that'll be great. And I'd like to hear about Pete in a second. Uh, like I said, we're going to take a little break. Take a breather. We're actually all here on time, so I, I just really don't know what to do with myself, uh, except to try and make this place work a little bit easier and uh, say not uh, and stuff so much. So I'm really, really had the, uh, glad to have the boys back here. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Racers yeah. Alley's back in the house for the year, and we started off great with racing and all this good stuff. And uh, so let's take a little bit of a break. We'll figure out what's up with your uh, mic milk crate, and uh, you got some music going on. Let's see if we can make this all run. We are. Welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meeting Radio.
There you are. Welcome back to Meet Me Radio here in the heart of the mission and uh, Racer's Alley going on. And uh, yeah, I just uh, cut Milk Crate's uh, album short. That new album looks really cool and green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I turned all the mics up as best we could. So we'll do our best as far as uh, getting close to it. So uh, that being said, um, Yar, welcome back to Races here at Mutiny Radio in the uh, heart of the mission. Uh, tonight, Pam Tastic, uh, you know, she hosts us here and she takes very good care of us here at Races Alley and keeps uh, keeps our slot open. And uh, she does shows. Uh, she produces at least five shows for the city uh, throughout the week. And uh, usually, uh, you know, every Thursday, she's going to be uh, every first and third Thursday. She's going to be at the bar on Dolores at 7:30 p.m. Uh, at 29th Street. Uh, the bar in dolores and 29th at 7 30 um yeah it's always a good time to go out there they have nice libations nice food uh lately we've had some great weather in the city so it's nice to sit outside and enjoy some fresh air yar yar so uh thank you pam for having us here at Muni radio in the heart of the mission and um you always support racers alley and we love the fact that you really really want to make uh comedy a big thing in the city and all you do is promote it so uh that being said um Mondays here at Mini Radio. She has a joke workshop here at 6 p.m. on 21st in Florida. So if you want to become a up-and-coming comedian, you know, best place to come is here, and uh, they go over things. So you'll have a class with a few people. Uh, you all critique your jokes. Uh, sit out there for a minute or two, and a minute is a very long time. You'd be very, very surprised. Uh, so as far as our racers, you know, two and a half minutes or something is at least a, a lap. So um, yeah. So that being said, joke workshop here at Meany Radio on Mondays and uh, at 6 p.m. Pam really, really would like to get comedians up and running, and this is a great place to come if you're a novice because you can actually sit here have a handful of notes and jokes and uh, go up on stage with a bunch of other people just as nervous as you are uh, say your thing they all sit there and RER and RER and talk and you can actually fine tune your stuff and uh, for no, no pressure and Pam's actually one of the best people actually she's so excitable she'll get the best out of you and she'll give you the best advice as far as uh, you know what you need to do what you don't and uh, go, go from there so on, on Monday she has her joke workshop here at uh, Mutiny Radio between Tordenhurst and Florida and uh, yeah so uh, that being said um, on Wednesday she has her shows here at uh, Asia over here at 21st and Bryant uh, you can uh, enjoy really some nice burgers and stuff outdoor there was actually one of the first they were actually one of the first folks who built an outdoor dining area when the uh, pandemic just started and they got it really nicely set up and uh, Pam has their folks out there uh, making everyone laugh and you can have some great food uh, food at uh, you know like I said 730 at, on Wednesdays at Asiento uh, Pam here for Meet Me Radio produces several different shows and uh, that's one of them which is really great and it's probably been going on boy or at least over a year maybe year and a half so uh enjoy your time outside especially right now when we can and uh yeah welcome back to racers alley here at beating radio in the heart of the mission boy uh exciting show tonight like i mentioned earlier uh subculture racing wade boyd and eric lindauer uh just came back from daytona apparently armor racing and we'll have to talk about that a little bit more because uh you know at one point uh, dustin cornier and uh, hawk Mazada both go what what are you doing racing over in daytona so it'll be really nice to hear exactly what's going on and uh yeah, and uh, Milk Crate Brian just had the same question, so we're going to put Wade here on the air in a second, and uh, yeah, we haven't heard from you in a while, Wade, how you doing, brother? Pretty good. So yeah, we were out on a ride, and we were going to fly in, we were going to do, do Daytona, and so this is, we bought tickets, we got tickets to get there, and 
and then it snowed everything got shut down and so the, the car couldn't go and so we're talking about um turn working and so yeah we okay yeah you're flagging turns okay I, I have a question let's take a step back so here we are uh we did our show like last year into last year that wasn't really daytona wasn't in the radar as far as i thought so what did you hear about it somehow that did, yeah, did they, someone tell you like hey man we're, we're doing this suddenly they did so yeah and, and sidecars the first time ever was going to be on legal to be on daytona so uh, around December, you you heard word that uh, there were going to be Armor was going to Arma, I believe, is the yeah. the uh, yeah. uh, organization. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just like first time Daytona, we're going to be doing sidecars as well. Yeah. Wow. First time ever they've ever been there. So you got so. the notice, and you're just planning like Bill Crate said, going to go do turn working. Yeah. So yeah, we got tickets. We're going to go, and then it snowed, and we're not going to go. We're talking. We're we're gonna go watch. We're gonna turn work and say. So wait a second. It hasn't happened yet. So our rig was in L.A. and our gear was even farther than that. So I go. We gotta go. We gotta take. We, we taken my rig or yours. So Eric goes. We take mine. So he goes. We gotta leave tomorrow. So he showed up in the morning and and so we went to L.A. and the, then we could think about it. But we planned on. Yeah, we're gonna hang a left, and we're gonna go long, and we're gonna end up in Florida. Drive across like it's easy. Yeah, three days of gloriousness. We had well, we had to go pick the gear up in uh, Arizona, Bisbee, Arizona. It's a little out of the way. It's a lot right along the border. It's a little tiny town. But so, when uh, for our listeners, when you say the rig and gear. Are you talking about the uh, truck to get you there, and is a gear your sidecar, or all of the above? And uh, what what do you run? I run a GSXR 1006, uh, totally in a custom frame. It's totally a sidecar. It's Formula One sidecar. Wow! It's all I got it painted up. Looks really good. Um, or Pete's got a 600, and it's it's white. Mine's purple. With okay. Red, with red flames. So. Um, um, so I shipped the, the sidecar out. It's got a trailer. I shipped that out to L.A. to be loaded up by this guy who's now snowed in. Oh, no. Ah, okay. See, I'm, I'm trying to put these things together. He's snowed in where? Up in he, Washington. He, right? He's up in Washington on an island. He's moved, he just moved up there. A whole bunch took his gear. He took everything up in the trailer. And then it snowed, and he's stuck on the island. He can't get out. Wow. And he's supposed he's supposed to be to work, yeah. So we had to make alternative motives. So we go pick our rig up, which we gotta go pick it up anyhow. We pick it up, we decide right then, and then we well, it, we already made our mind up. We're gonna go. So we go nice. we go to Bisbee because the other guy on that passenger, that was Big Dog Racing, okay, who just failed to make it. Uh, the passenger is in Bisbee, Arizona, and he's got our gear trying to keep it before it doesn't get moldy or whatever. So we go to his house, get our gear, and then, and then we're <laughs> supposed to change our mind. Yeah. So we, then we drive the rest of the 3,000 miles to Florida. Nice. And we, we got there fucking on Thursday. Uh, we pressured, we, we drove all the way to Bisbee, and we were burnt. We had to sleep. 
But I we, we went all, that was, that was like an impossible, uh, it was 23 hours or something. I forget, anyhow. Wow. Um, we got there, we, we got okay sleep by the time we got there, and then the Arm was having a great program. They have um, a full array of motorcycles. From, okay. From the old stuff to the new stuff. If you got anything raceable, Arm was a place to race it. They awesome. even raced, I, I think it was a 600. It's a brand new R6, blah, blah, blah. There was, there was people out there going really fast. Wow. It was good really, to know. <laughs> and it takes horsepower to really use the bank. Yeah. So that, that's another interesting, I mean, and that, now that you're there, I mean, um, I think you've, this is not your first time at Daytona. You know, uh, I've always heard it's just a sight to behold. You know, yeah, it's it, like, you are. It's, it's, it's actually my third. Yeah, nice. The first two were in, in the Daytona 200. First one was great. Second was kind of failure. Um, At least you were there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and then this one was just sidecars. And, That's incredible. Um, I got one of the most potent sidecars in the country. There, the, there should have been a, a Formula One to give us a hard time, but there wasn't. It was, it was, the battle was really between Pete and I. Nice. So, uh, yeah, Peter SF will be calling in in a little bit here. Um, yeah, um, let's take a short break and then let's uh, we'll, we'll get his call in and let's definitely hear about, uh, again, Arma and what's, what's going on with that whole class because that sounds very, very exciting. <laughs> Damn, yar yar. So, Bill Crate, does your mic work? Yeah, I think so. So, up next, we've got uh, Nick Cave with his band Grinder Man. Yeah, see, I didn't even see. Wait, okay. I don't see. Mm. Can you hear me? <laughs> say say yes. Yes. Say it again. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I guess it's a little thing. <laughs> Anyways, I pay a lot of women to say that, and the costs very expensive. But uh, yeah, uh, anyhow, um, yeah, I guess your mic's working. We'll uh, get back with Peter SF here soon, and we'll hear about the armor racing over at Daytona, especially with you know the class differences and what it's really really like out there. And uh, Wade was saying earlier the weather was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> she, she came up with, oh, there's clouds coming. It, it threatens to rain for 30 seconds. It, it never rained at all. I never got a drop. It was beautiful all the week. It all rain, it's like that all the all time. Wow. They, they race all week, uh, all winter. So good for your happy tires, yeah. too. <laughs> so that's why half the people move down there. I was thinking of doing this. Yeah. I need a sidecar to ship down there and fly back and forth every day. Do your own stuff. Well, you got the shirt for it, too. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll talk about that next, uh, the next segment. But, uh, yeah, let's take a short break and... Uh, I think uh, Peter SF will be calling in uh, with SF Racing in a, on a 600 sidecar. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right on, right on. Welcome back to Racers Alley, Meet New Radio. And uh, Mel Crate, try and say something. See if we're here. We've got Nick Cave's band Grinder Man here. Uh, and thankfully, we're not on FM radio, so I can say the title of the song. It's called No Pussy Blues. Yeah. Right on, right on. All right. <laughs> My face is finished, my body's gone, and I can't help but think standing up here in all this applause and gazing down at all the young and the beautiful uh, with their questioning eyes that I must above all things love myself, that I must above all things love myself, that I must above all things love myself. 
saw a girl in the crowd I ran over, I shouted out I asked her if I could take her out But she said that she didn't want to I changed the sheets on my bed I combed the hairs across my head I sucked in my gut and still she said That she just didn't want to I tried best to stay up late I fixed the hinges on her gate But still she just never wanted to I bought her a dozen snow white doves I did her dishes in rubber gloves I called her honeybee, I called her love But she just still didn't want to She just never wants to Type of flower, I played a guitar by the hour. I patted her revolting little chihuahua, but still she just didn't want to. I wrote a song with a hundred lines, I picked a bunch of dandelions, I walked her through the trembling pines, but she just even then didn't want to. She just never wants to. I thought I'd try another tack I drank a liter of cognac I threw it down upon her back But she just laughed and said That she just didn't want to I thought I'd have another go I called her my little hoe I felt like my soul, my soul must feel When she said that she just never wanted to She just didn't want to I got the no pussy blues I got the no pussy blues I got the no pussy blues
Check, check, check. Hello, hello. Okay.
Welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meet Radio in the Heart of Mission. Yeah, let's see. We have uh, we have fixed Milk Crate Brian's mic problem. I think he's S1 now, and Wade Same Boyd's on the air as well. Back. So Hello, you, everyone. You are all on the air. So, uh, yeah, uh, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meet Radio in the Heart of the Mission. And we were just talking earlier about, uh, you know, the Daytona Racers, and uh, they just had some. And American, American Historical Racing Motorcycle Association? Arma. Right. <laughs> Arma's been around forever, and uh, boy, oh boy, uh, you know that the, the the dude who runs the other man uh, who won it. Uh, he's he's always a great man. He's been doing Arma forever. Roper. 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 Dave Roper. Yeah. Legend. Man. <laughs> he's our version of the version of the guy. It's like, oh yeah, if he could do if he could do it, we could all do it. And uh, yeah, he's been doing Arma forever as well. Yeah. And um, Wade, you were just mentioning. I mean, you you've been doing armor a couple of times here and there recently, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, well, you, I'm stuck on the West Coast. They only come out to the West Coast three times a year. Yes. And, uh, yeah. What's that? Laguna Seca. Uh, and, yeah. Now uh, they got Laguna Seca. So yeah, I was there. Nice. Um, um, they just changed their dates and what they're doing. So they're doing Laguna Seca, Thunder Hill, and the Ridge this year. The Ridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Ridge is in Washington. It's 14 hours from San Francisco. Wow. Driving. Um, so that gives you a little yes. distance effect. There. Up north. Yeah. You know, like we have a collar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, great. Take care of that. And I'll put your mic down. So anyways, you did the Ridge as well. So um, uh, you, yeah. you were mentioning earlier, Wade, that a lot of armors, uh, you know, a lot of East Coast such. Yeah. Yeah. They they travel all over the place. They have races everywhere. Well, their biggest one is at the end is Barber. Barber Motorsports. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I read about all these. And back then when you had the magazines, the Cycle and the Cycle World, so I can use and all that, you know, all these legendary places. And, uh, yeah, Milkrate, I got your mic back up. And, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah. Peter, how are you doing? We're doing good out here in South Florida, but it's raining. Oh. <laughs> boy oh boy uh welcome peter uh this is racers alley here at meeting beta in the heart of mission and we were just mentioning you earlier and uh peter Esup and uh yar welcome to our show thank you very much i was born in san francisco i'm a third generation and i love the city wow <laughs> well we we miss you here and uh I was mentioning with Wade earlier uh, that you run uh, a sidecar team, which is a very rare thing around these parts. Yeah, when I started sidecar racing, I lived down in uh, uh, San Carlos, and I heard one running up and down the street before a race at at, uh, Sears Point. So that's how I first saw sidecars, (laughs) and that was about, I bought my first sidecar in 1977, so it's still running. Yeah, it's still running, and it ran at Daytona this last weekend, or two weekends ago. Really? We were really blessed with beautiful weather, and we were so lucky Wade and Eric came out, because um, they had some difficulties. You probably heard about their traveling situation. but uh, Well, no, yeah, we're getting into it, but I mean, uh, wow, I mean, uh, let's step back here for a second. So, uh, you were here in the California land, and uh, you got your first rig in 77? Yeah, Sears Point's my home track, and uh, awesome. started racing AFM there in 1977, and right on. Uh, yeah, moved back to New Hampshire, lived 20 years out there, so I was kind of out of the West Coast scene, but I was racing up in Canada and the East Coast stuff, 
And then uh, a couple years ago, we went out and did some of the Moto America races that were on the West Coast and ran the Armour stuff out there. And we hooked back up with Wade. And, you know, before I moved from California, we had a couple rounds at Laguna and Sears Point that were a lot of fun. But then I kind of got disconnected from the sidecar scene on the West Coast for a little bit. So this whole time you've always uh, uh, championed the sidecar or like at certain points were you riding uh, motorcycles? Oh, I had a street bike. Uh, I went to Mills High School in Millbrae. And my, <laughs> I grew up in San Mateo. Uh, yeah, junior year I bought a Norton uh, 1972 Combat. And I had a job at a machine shop, so I left school every day at lunch for work experience and rode my motorcycle to work. Yeah, it was good times. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that is great. And, uh, boy, uh, how did you get hooked up on a sidecar, especially in 77, you know? Well, I was, um, I had a little machine shop in San Carlos, a little industrial park, actually, in Belmont first. Then we moved to San Carlos, but there was a, a team that had rented a 440-square-foot unit uh, around the corner from us, and I had no clue. You know, you don't know your neighbors, really, <laughs> until I heard this thing run down the street, and it was a BMW. And uh, I went out and saw it, and it was like, what in the world is that? So happened to be a gentleman named Mark Bevins who had also gone to Mills High School, but it was a year older than me, and he knew my sister, so we became kind of chatting, and I went up and watched them race, and a week later, I bought a sidecar. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically, it was happen chance that you were introduced to one of the rarest sports there are. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty unique opportunity, that's for sure. Truly. I mean, uh, you, you just you, yeah, you just don't really come across that. <laughs> yeah. And so years later, I buy Mark Bevins. Uh, the latest rig, whatever it was. That bike that Wade and Eric is running was built in our shop on Old County Road in San Carlos, right across from the train station. And uh, that bike was the Calgard bike, and it had a factory TZ750 sponsorship from Yamaha. They got two motors. They built that bike, and it's been running ever since, and Wade just keeps it up front. No kidding. Wow, what a small world. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's quite incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh boy, that's that's awesome. And yeah, over the years, I've seen the amount of work Wade's put into that rig. And uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, each time, it's a metamorphosis. It kind of got to gotta be that way in a certain sense, I imagine. Well, you know? really, sidecar racing, like me being a machinist, it was a perfect fit if you're a welder, fabricator, tinkerer. You know, it's it's That's really Wade. a sport for <laughs> yeah, a guy that has a little bit of brain and wants to oh, if I try this, let's see if it works better, right? <laughs> well, that's the kind thing. I mean, thing. Um, well, you're building your own plane in a sense, your jet, your jet, your jet machine, and um, yeah, I mean, you boys are actually um, your innovations are they're either going to work or they ain't, and there's only a few ways you can try. Is like really putting their neck out there. <laughs> well, you know, and if, if you think about the evolution of the sport in America, it's very slow paced compared to Europe because. Every year, all the front runners had brand new equipment, you know. Yeah. yeah. So well, every they, year they yeah. had a little bit better of this. Even it wasn't a big change, it was still enough of a change 
that everybody had to do it. You yeah, know? but they're Formula One folks. It's like uh, people watching football over there. They, they're fanatical. And the fact yeah. that they still have sidecar racing, and like you mentioned, you know, every year it might be a little thing. It's just like, well, you know, they made their swing arm out of magnesium this year. You know, that, that little extra tenth of a gram or whatever might go faster you know but it's 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 in a great amount of money that they put into all these bike all the rigs out there and yeah. um yeah i mean they're, they're, which is interesting they have a great great uh following to a sense i think you know but we can bring that back well, here and i think well, uh, you know it's something we've talked about and, uh the three-wheeling website that the gentleman moved to the isle of man chris berman from uh the la area and he had no clue what sidecars were. He saw him at the island. He says, what is this? You know? And so he's been 100% behind promoting sidecar racing worldwide. And his website has more followers than the World Superbike website. Cool. Which is nice. pretty impressive. Well, so, you know, it's, yeah, it's, I've always mentioned with Wade here, I mean, um, uh, through the magazine we've done and pretty much everything we've ever done was to, to promote it's, it's a very unique sport and uh i'll be talking about some folks here and uh track days and stuff in the future uh it would be nice to actually expand that but i mean i imagine it's probably not easy to get a rig i mean let's say there's a dozen of out a dozen of you out there what would be your advice is like i want to get into you know buying a rig uh, Armor doesn't race much here, and like Wade says, uh, we really don't have a lot of sidecar racing in this neck of the woods, with the exception of Armor, really. There's yeah. one or two people you could go look, knock on their door. Somebody's got them in, in the garage somewhere. Yeah. There's a lot of rigs, yeah. Really? Parked right now, only because there is no race, no place to race them, you know? Ooh. Um Huh. Unfortunately, the AMA, when they discontinued the National Series back in 86, okay. it really squished uh, the sidecar sport club level also because people would flock to the club races to be able to race the Nationals. And once you lost that pinnacle of racing, then it kind of hurt. And at that time, sport bikes were getting faster. Suzuki was paying money. There was a lot of people that were, you know, when you think about the clubs back then, they were just expanding like crazy. Yeah, so, and you were looking for sponsor money and, you know, whatever you could do as a racer. I mean, yeah. Uh, so basically, I guess uh, the, the interest in the in the sidecars uh, died for since uh, due to the well, loss of class. Well, we were really blessed that Arma recently picked up sidecars on a national level. So now once in America, again, we have a national series that, you know, includes every form of sidecar racing. So we're, we're very fortunate as modern sidecar racers. Okay, they, so let's You know, they've this. always supported the vintage, but now we, as modern racers, for the last five years, we've had a national series to run. Let's switch this clock then. As I was talking about past, and Wade was just mentioning earlier, like what he's running, uh, 1,000, and you're running, I believe, a 600. So nowadays, you can run like modern machinery out there. So let's talk about that. So what can you do now as far as uh, a modern sidecar racers? Uh, I mean, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you running, and how, how does that work? Well, the Formula One bikes, which are obviously the pinnacle of our sport in the world championship. The Formula um, One, okay. They're up about, I think, 
for a used decent one, you'd be spending thirty, forty thousand dollars. What? So that's really why they're not being being brought into the country right now because there isn't enough racing to justify that. And also, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, but boy, uh, well, also, I mean, all you'd be doing is well. I wouldn't say dusting everyone because you can have the best rig and suck, you know, but you are. Uh, oh, no, you pretty much would dust everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much a given. <laughs> <laughs> if, even if you're blind, you are. Um, so that's interesting. Okay. Well, that's so, why. Uh, very expensive. But, I mean, I mean, Wade, I imagine his rig over the past, you know, at least 20 years, we've got like 20 grand invested in that thing, you know, with Absolutely. motors and everything. And, you know, to, to keep something, you're always spending thousands of dollars on it. I mean, I have a couple of 99R1s that keep regenerating. But, yeah, they always cost a lot of money to, to, to you know, uh, make them proper. You know, well, yeah, uh, and chassis maintenance isn't easy. There's a lot of work. You have to learn your chassis. You have to know what you need to do, how to adjust it and all that to make it work right. So, you know, it's, it's really a fun sport as far as that goes. It's family sport in many respects because there are a lot of families that, you know, compete in the sport, which makes it pretty fun. Well, that's and what Wade's always said. Husbands and wives or girlfriends, you know. I mean, it's just a really, really great atmosphere. And we're all... I would say looking forward to each race because that's when we get together with our friends maybe four or five times a year. The, the real people <laughs> that you're tight with, that you trust on the line. Yep. You know, I, I I really am so happy Wade was at Daytona because uh, he's one of the guys. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the guys that I love to run with close, you know, so yeah, it's, to be it's, comfortable too. It's nice to have someone, uh, yeah, uh, fun with. And, you know, Wade said the same thing. It was just like it's all family. It's all about that as well. I mean, there's a camaraderie. And, you know, every time we, we talk, I haven't been, been out, uh, I guess, in that situation quite some time. But, yeah, it's like every time. It's like, yeah, man, we get to sit back after. And, you know, the racing's one thing. But it's the night before for the, you know, the night after before the next race Absolutely. where you really hang out and, you know, have a warm time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and two, two years ago, Arma did a great job getting us to Laguna Seca. That was in February. It was a test run. It was to see if the track felt it was worthy of a better date because they're limited on their noise dates. And uh, they were very impressed with the Arma organization. And they truly love the sidecars and having the moderns um is a benefit also uh, and i think Arma's realized that the sidecars are a big part of their promotional package so we're very fortunate there yep yep well that's a historical uh motorcycle or is that the right Absolutely. word did i make that up anyways i mean geez that's part of racing you know and uh europe i, I want to say it started in europe before here I imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been running. But, I mean, yeah, um, it's so rare. Uh, it's pretty cool, you know. And um, next to the four bikes, you know, and the Gladiator and the tin bucket in the back riding the four bikes is probably one of the coolest things there is. Because you got two guys, you know, uh, running. And it's like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that being said. Um, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, we, we're going to have a call in soon, Peter. Um, okay. I'd love you to call in again, man. We yeah. we have we haven't even you know touched on. Uh, I have a lot of questions and a lot of we know. Uh, it'd no, be great if you got we were a program to run. A regular I just want to say show. one last thing before I hang up. Um, 
it was it, it was amazing to have Wade and Eric out there. They put a lot of effort into making it to Daytona. I'm almost a hundred percent sure we'll have a much better date next year. So that's Ooh. because people supported it, and it's it's very important that uh, that we get more rigs out there because I think we did pretty good with twelve this year, being the, the weekend after New Year's. It's pretty hard to. Yeah, there wasn't uh, first was... race in 2022. <laughs> we, we were in that, you know. And there wasn't much news about it before, so yeah. Alex yeah. said, "When did you find out about it?" I think it was December. Yeah, Daytona had uh, a lot of advertising starting up for the 500 right around the time that we were thinking they should have been doing our advertising. But I, I do feel really uh, that the track itself was very impressed with Arma as a group, and we had a pretty good turnout from what I saw from spectators especially on Saturday, and I do really believe a good possibility we could be part of Speed Week next year for, you know, a week after or a week before the actual 200. So that'd be pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, let's let's make that happen. And, uh, you know, um, well, you know, actually Eric's going to be calling in. Since he's listening, we can actually jar for a while because he won't call in until we're off the air. That being said, you know, uh, Milk Crate Brian here spins our tunes, and he has a really cool, you know, cow-covered uh, gold, <laughs> gold wing. GL-1200 so, gold wing. GL-1200. Yeah, all the junk cut off of it, yeah. If, <laughs> if we put a sidecar on that, Yar, can we race you guys? It's a 76. I think you can go to Mexico and race there. <laughs> there you well, go. Uh, come on now. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. There's a hill climb to be had. All right. <laughs> we'll be going. Yeah. We'll have to find something. Maybe we'll use a rabbit or a roadrunner for us. I don't know. Uh, actually, that, does that sound like a challenge? Okay, it does sound on, like man. a yeah, challenge. We'll go see you out there on that 600. Yeah, yeah, all right. I'll even get cowhide right. leathers. You are. But, uh, Peter, man, this is really, really cool. I'd really like to have you on the show again because uh, we have a lot, a lot more questions, really. And uh, like I said, you know, you and all, uh, Wade and Eric uh, met over at Daytona and uh, before earlier at Arma. And, um, boy. You know, let's do let's do something to promote uh, sidecar racing, and, and let's try like get the excitement. Well, out there. and I don't have to tell you, Wade's a legend. He's one of my heroes, so I'm I'm always happy to be around when Wade's around. Makes me happy. <laughs> do you want me to get you a clone of my blow up Wade doll? <laughs> yeah. No, no, thanks. But I love wearing your t-shirt, pal. <laughs> All right, <laughs> We're gonna have to have a Daytona one though, like yours. Those are pretty classic. Yeah, yeah. actually, we haven't talked about that yet tonight. I mean, uh, boy, oh boy, you know, he had one on the on the, on the uh, dirt track. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, I yeah, got that one. You and, uh, Eric. Okay, cool. You are. So, uh, yeah, and who who makes those shirts? Uh, this company called Cool Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I was supposed to get. The, we were gonna fly in. This shirt would have been there in time to wear it. Yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> but that's a great shirt. Cool. But I came, yeah. came home and I found it alone. Right, yeah. a, right after yeah. Eric drove off. Oh, he's left too soon. Oh, come back. <laughs> he just wanted to go home so and go to bed. I, so, I, so I gave it to him. Well, you were styling when you got home. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. So yeah. Uh, Thank you for calling in, and uh, I think we're pals on the face of my book, and we'll always keep in touch as far as the show's going. But, yeah, it would be great to hear from you again, and l let's do something to promote uh, the sidecar and get some stuff going here. You know, Absolutely. Thank yeah. you for having me. No problem. And uh, thank you for calling in, Peter. And, um, yes, and uh, what's your team name? Uh, team Essa. Team Essa. 
All right. Wade yeah, was right. Like San Francisco, <laughs> just F-F. That's it, man. Right on, brother. <laughs> and uh, if you're ever in town, you got a place to crash, and we'll have some pints and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Right on, brother. Thank you for calling in. Keep, keep throttles open. Bye-bye. Right go. on. Yar, yar. <laughs> So that was great. Uh, we had Peter SF calling in from uh, Florida land. So, I mean, boy, that's a lot of us uh, old people's bedtime. And, uh, yeah, I think I heard crocodiles out there. But anyways, he's a badass racer. He's been a badass racer for a long, long time, apparently. And uh, 77 AFM calls a serious point, which is the way it should be. Yeah, I guess I'm not going to take a breath of fresh air because we have another caller in tonight. Uh, what? No, that's not the pizza I ordered. No, no onions. All right. But anyhow, uh, thank you for uh, listening to Meet Me Radio and uh, Rachel Sally here in the heart of the mission. We were just listening to uh, Peter SF here uh, earlier, uh, SF Racing. Uh, they did the sidecar racing over at uh, Daytona, and that was really, really big deal. And we haven't even gotten into the meat of the Daytona racing, like start of having racing. And, uh, yeah, so we'll talk soon about that, and uh, he'll be on our show soon, sooner or later. Uh, apparently, we have another caller in. Uh, Joe's from Pete's Pepperoni? Ah. Uh, who are we at? Okay, we got three, two, and one, and you're on. I'm on? Yeah. Hey, uh, it's Eric calling in. Eric oh. Lindauer from Self Culture Racing is in the house. So, boy, oh, boy, <laughs> you know, we had just Peter SF uh, calling in, and, uh, yeah, you hey, know. Pete, how you doing? <laughs> doing well. Um, yep, I heard him. Yeah, uh, you know, it's really, really cool as far as you boys racing out there. And uh, Wade was telling me earlier about the story about that. And, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting how an idea turns into fruition. And uh, it, it sounds like that's what happened with both of you boys. Uh, and uh, you had to go get your rig. It wasn't like you were just leaving here wah, 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 and going. You kind of had to earn your way to get to Daytona by first picking up your rig and picking up your gear. And then, you know, having the gumption to get out there and a whole lot of energy in between, I imagine. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was uh, quite the drive. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we got, yeah, it was it was quite the drive. And then fortunately, the uh, the flight plan got changed to a ground plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had to, we had to just do it the hard way. So, uh, that being said, um, how is your feeling about this? I mean, um, you're not a newbie, so to speak, and uh, Daytona has always been a dream of mine. Uh, was, was this your first time well, there? It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. The track was uh, uh, fast. Um, I did... You know, when we're up on the banking, I did at one point get to kind of look around. So I got to take something in on a on the warm up lap. So that was uh, that was pretty exciting. Uh, normally uh, out there on the banking, I am looking at the uh, I'm looking at the floor of the rig and watching the little rocks kind of bounce around and, and kind of trying to stay out of the wind. Okay, well, I mean, me as a person who's never been on a sidecar, and for all my listeners, um, yeah, uh, Wade Boyd uh, ran uh, Subculture Racing, ran just recently of the Daytona Arma races uh, around the Daytona track, and I guess this was a, a week ago in January. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, with Peter SF, who was just calling in on the show earlier, and uh, he ran a different rig. And we're really going to get into this a little more in the next couple of shows because there's just so many questions. Oh, yeah, that's, but, yeah, that's, um, that's going to be fun. So uh, that being said, you're sitting out there. Yeah, yeah, away goes. Get on the back. And then all of a sudden you're going, whoop, whoop, whoop. I mean, um, what's it like all of a sudden being sideways? I mean, like, gravity-wise, I mean, ain't you on the banks? Yeah, we're on the banks. We're on a straightaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the banking was pretty much a straightaway, so I could just sort of kind of tuck down and make myself as small as possible and stay out of the wind. Yeah, it's always been a dream of mine to be on the banks of Daytona, you know. Uh, and it, it ain't over yet. I'm still young something-year-old. Yeah. But uh, you are. Uh, so that's really, really cool. You end up going out there. Um, you obviously, uh, well, you, you, had your, you, you had your hoops you had to jump through to get there, I imagine. Uh, How did you feel as far as uh, being there? Was that your first time? No, it was it was exciting. I can imagine. How how, how did I feel? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Well, I remember when I got off the plane at the Isle of Man, and uh, I never knew where I was, and I got out of the airport, and they had this uh, big bronze sculpture of you know the Triskelion, and I was just like, I'm here, you know. I mean, I imagine you might feel like that if you're like at the Salt Flats of Daytona or, you know, well, uh, you know, well, Salt Flats I mean, or Daytona, you know, you know. Yeah, well, it's Daytona. I mean, the track, you know, it's kind of legendary. Yeah, so that's it, what I'm saying. It's it, 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 big. It, 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 it felt, yeah, it, it felt big. Yeah, it, it should was, be. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I've, you know, mm-hmm. it, it really is. A, it, it's one of those racers, like, uh, how do you call a bucket list things you know you want to be a bonneville you want to be pike's peak you want to do you know but you know Ding, daytona's got... always been on my bucket list as far as going yeah. around well, you it, know, it, felt like, it felt like 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 it was the big time it yeah. was cool that's awesome i mean and it's uh for my for my listeners here uh eric's also i think uh went to uh laguna seca and australia yeah yeah. Yes. So I mean, yep. he's he, he he talks very lightly, but he actually has a little bit of a pedigree, you know. So yeah, you've been around the course at Laguna Seca as well as uh, over at Phillip Island in Australia, right? Yeah, we we did. Yeah, we did Laguna Seca, and uh, the first year Laguna Seca, we just been on solo bikes. The second year, uh, I was on with the with Wade on the sidecar. I thought so. Okay. And and I also ran a solo bike. Oh, yeah. Um, Laguna Seca was a lot of fun, you know. Got the corkscrew, so that was exciting. Um, yeah, so, I mean, geez, you know, as far as uh, riders and racers and folks like that, I mean, boy, you, you should you should be really proud of your accomplishments as far as your bucket list stuff. I mean, you are. Uh, that's oh, really oh, yeah. fucking neat, yeah, and man. I'm, I'm, you know? I'm looking for, and I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to some more. Um, we're putting the Goosey back together again, still from, from last year. She's still not back together after the, the, uh, the slipping clutch and the oh, transmission okay. that didn't want to shift. All right. And I mean, <clears throat> yeah, just bring a I rubber will. mallet next time. You know, you guys just well, got to hit that I, transmission. I, I, yeah. You know, it's going to knock her back into <laughs> well, gear. It's, it's rebuilt. Yeah. I, I rebuilt it now and put gotcha. a new clutch in it. Now it's going back together again and we're, 
Um, I'm going to be probably taking the forks apart this Sunday now that we've got finally got cartridges after waiting about a year and a half. Wow. Well, so, you know, <laughs> that must be rare stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, COVID, COVID delay and all the parts. Well, the Italian yeah. Italian motorcycle parts from Italy. Yeah. Uh, vintage Italian motorcycle parts from Italy. Do you so speak we're Italian? Also building, we're also building the two uh, GS1000s, the 1980 GS1000s, for uh, more uh, historic racing. So those are uh, those are definitely in the works. Well, the GS1000s, I mean, uh, on our show uh, uh, last year, at one point, uh, we had our boys going down south. Uh, uh, boy, CRA. I got to remember who they are. But they're the older, uh, you know, uh, late 80s, uh, late, uh, late 70s, <laughs> early 80s. Remember who they called in? Uh, inline fours. And they, yep. run a, they run their own class at AFM and sometimes down CRA. Uh, yeah, it was totally... We totally failed in front of them. But anyways, um, yeah, there are classes out there right now. If you got an inline four, you know, RER, there's boys yep. out there waiting for you at Chase Point or, or down south. Um, yeah, they have their own class. I, I just don't have my notes yeah. in front of me. But, yeah, they're pretty badass. I hear this. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they yelled at me for wondering if I knew how to race. But, uh, yeah, that's a whole different story. <laughs> it shouldn't flow yeah. down in front of him. But uh, anyhow, yeah. So, Eric, I mean, um, what's next? Sidecar Speedway. Next? Um, well, we got uh, Speedway this Saturday down at Kern County Raceway Park. Oh, yeah. Let's see here. I remember December seeing something about you boys. Um yeah, I guess uh, you have a glutton for punishment, and you boys are actually doing sidecar in the dirt. Yep. Sidecar in the dirt. We, it's yes. like drifting in the dirt. It's oh, it's just hilarious. It's great. No uh, kidding. So uh, let's let's hear a little about that. Actually, I, I, that was totally off my radar, and you guys just remembered. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Well, it, um, uh, well, we are kind of on a rented sidecar. And Robert Curry is, is he owns the rig and and he's um, trying to get more people into it and he's got three or four rigs and and he's letting us use one of them and we got the one that's possessed. Awesome. According to him, the chariot of possessed. doom. Wade made a chariot of doom, so he knows about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. I guess it's got a uh, uh, GSXR 1000 engine in it. Oh Jesus Christ! I thought you guys yeah. were fucking around with little things. <laughs> and, and yeah, and, and um, we get to put it in first gear and just leave it there. And and it's pin it, pin <laughs> go around, go pin around it. in a little circle. <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. He comes up and says, "Just pin it." That's like, easy for you to say. <laughs> well, you got the DTR one, so I imagine it'll be kind of something, something like you that. Just pin it. And I hang on, and see what happens. It's bumper cars in turn one. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when's this happening, and what area? It's in Kern County. Uh, um, it's it's Kern County Raceway Park, which is you can see it from I five um, down in Bakersfield. Bakersfield Way, okay, yar yar. It is all right. Yeah. So um, okay, 
Uh, that that neck of the woods. All right. Yeah, it's a big I castle guess, thing over I guess on it's about right. it's it's about forty five minutes or so past Buttonwillow. Oh, holy moly! <laughs> yeah. So you're really it's, actually it's, down there. Oh, that's way down there. It's just before the grapevine, I think. Okay, I was thinking past the Altamana here, like near Stockton. No, no, you're the whole different neck of the woods. Oh, it's 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 way down there. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. And yeah. uh, uh, gates, boy, gates open at two o'clock, and they they we're done at five five thirty. We're back on the road. We get back home. Phew. But yeah, it's a ways away. Yeah, but that's awesome. Um, Let's figure out how we can get them on the air here. Have them call in. There we are. Um, so it, it, it appears that the racing, uh, from what I just found out uh, probably half an hour ago, is it racing starts about 2 o'clock. <clears throat> so 2 o'clock on, on a Friday, in, Saturday? Oh, 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. 2 o'clock Saturday p.m. So you can theoretically yeah. wake up proper. Go get your Denny's fucking, you know, 99 breakfast meal and then drive, you know. Drive, drive, yeah. drive, and you'll yeah. be there. But, so, uh, yeah, well, that's um, about four hours, I think. It's a pa five, pa past five hours. Uh, yeah, five hours? Okay. Well, from yeah, here. It's a, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a four uh, or five hours. Well, look, drive, you so. said uh, Button Willow, so Button Willow's around four. I'll see. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then you can just, like, uh, yeah, that's actually, that's pretty yep. cool. <laughs> you yeah. know. And, uh, and so I'm assuming. I'm assuming Wade's bringing the. Uh, we're gonna load up the uh, his his. I guess I guess a Jawa. Oh uh, so yeah. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna load up his Speedway bike. I'm sure. I got stories about that bike. You are. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Has that started? <laughs> I'm thinking Wade is gonna run two classes, and I'm only running one. <laughs> All right. You gotta remember, Wade's a driver for the fucking sidecar, so you can't break him. Right. So, yeah, Jawa, nice. Did it run? Yeah. Hey, I ran it last last time. I got third place, whatever. All right, you guys uh, haven't been on the show for a while, so we got a whole lot more to talk about in the future. Yeah, the Jawa yeah. is a whole different story. We met Ken Mealy uh, yeah. when we picked up that maybe, Jawa. Well, maybe next, maybe next Thursday I can drive in. Yeah, yeah, uh, cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Bring me the nut from the uh, ZX6 thingy for the uh, steering deputer. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, you should come, come on in. Uh, usually we say folks are showing up, but this COVID thing kind of changes things by week, uh, interestingly enough. Uh, Emily, yeah, I, yeah, Emily's I did, roommate I, got it, so she has to, like, I, know, I did some. <clears throat> I did notice some big changes between California and Florida. With the uh, how how COVID is treated. Well, I was worried but, about yeah. Wade coming in after from Florida, but it's been a week. It was just like he went through every state in this country. And should we be sitting in a room with him, or should I bleach him first? You know, but it ended <laughs> up he's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's pretty um, cool. You guys uh, drove the dog. So, uh, what car did you take? You take the big van, or did you take one of your trucks, or what, what did you guys your... run? Yeah, we, we we yeah we took my. Uh, we took my old pickup, and I mean, it's you know, it'll make it. It's only got two hundred and sixty-two thousand, well, two hundred sixty-six thousand miles on it now. 
But if you took the uh, sidecar, is that your traditional rig raid, or was it the picture yeah. of that big old box thing you guys are making? No, it's the traditional ones. I'm sorry, what, what was okay. that? The trailer. I was wondering if it was Wade's purple trailer, or there's one oh, that yeah. I've seen you have. guys have a really mm-hmm. nice big one. You know, oh no! It was it was Wade's purple trailer. Okay, good. Because um, the lightness yeah, makes he, a difference in the end. You know, as far as uh, depending which which you know which so you have. It, it was it was nice. We could tow it 75, 80 miles an hour, and it was not an issue. <laughs> yeah, the trailer just we happy. As long as we weren't in California. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Right on. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Eric, you know, it's always nice hearing for, hearing from you, and. Um, you know, always nice seeing the Sunday morning ride pictures. Um, boy, uh, I think you all guys got a arrow stitch fetish. Yeah, it seems everyone there hates on arrows. But, oh, I uh, like my arrow stitch. It's cold outside. <laughs> Who doesn't, right? So anyhow, um, yeah, why don't you like uh, if not drop by, let's call in more, and uh, we definitely have more questions about yeah, all this I'll, stuff. I'll, and um, I can come in next week. Awesome. All right, don't forget to bring the $50 uh, sit-in fee, you know, because we, we charge cash here. Uh, don't don't so, forget you know, what? The $50 chair fee. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll talk the about that. $50 what? Okay. <laughs> Never mind, Eric. You're I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. Head. What was that? You're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> you are. So, uh, cool. Let's have you in next week, and we'll have a lot more discussions, especially about Daytona yeah. and, uh, you know, sidecar and, and nice. everything else. You are. And, uh yeah, I'm glad uh, you guys had a great time, and thank you for calling in. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to get you off the air. Please give uh, Milk Crate your credit card number and uh, your code. Oh, hold on. Let me put Milk Crate <laughs> bill at $2.99. You're breaking up again. <laughs> Plus any special services Alex provides right. on top of that. <laughs> yeah, but that's with the uh, uh, number 386. Anyhow, brother, I'm glad you really had a great time. It was really, really neat seeing uh, your adventures. And, um, yeah. You already are, and yeah. uh, looking in the shirt, and one of these days yeah. I'll see you boys out there on the ride. Give me a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. All right. Be uh, be safe, Thanks, and I'll see you next week, brother. Okay. Great. Right on, right nice on. talking to you. Cheers, Eric. All right. Eric Lindauer from Subculture Racing just calling in, and uh, he and Wade just got back from uh, Daytona, Florida, running sidecars. And, uh, you know, we're just talking in yarn, our yarn and shit, but, uh, boy, uh, they place first, you know, uh, Right, Wade? I think the place. Yeah. Uh, not not on Saturday. Saturday Pete got away. He 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 made he got a first overall legally, blah blah blah, lucky little guy. Um so Sunday I couldn't let him get away and I tracked him down and the he was in the lead till the last turn. I passed him on the bank. Under <laughs> horsepower, with horsepower, I didn't even draft him. I just pulled up alongside and dove down in and pulled up and wait. I pulled up so he couldn't uh, draft me. Yeah, it's just I'm not even giving you a chance to get me back. Sorry, buddy. Just, I'm just getting out of your way. <laughs> yeah. So he won Saturday and I won Sunday. We had a great battle all the way, all the way. It was That's awesome. So fantastic. Wait, uh, did any of you boys have any, like, uh, what do you call them things? Uh, you know, what do you call them, little camera things? GoPros? A GoPro, yeah. Yeah. Um, any, any of the boys winning GoPros? Pete, destroy Pete, them all. Pete supposedly has them. Okay. I didn't have any. Um, but, yeah, Pete supposedly has had one. Okay, cool. 
Uh, I've been thinking about getting one of those. Uh, I've been learning how to swim, so I figure I, I should have a GoPro on my head. But, uh, yeah, just fucking with people. Anyhow, yar yar, let's take a little bit of a break. And um, thank you, Eric Lindauer, for calling in and Peter Essip for calling in. I mean, uh, boy, uh, really nice hearing about, some, uh, you know, the sidecar racing. And we have so many more questions. We didn't even get into, like, you know, wooden racing tactics and how do you feel and everyone drafting. And there's so many. We, we can spend a lot more time discussing uh, the, 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 the Daytona races. Yeah, and the battles know, that happened. Yeah. Already. Yeah, we're, we're, so this is just an introductory, so uh, you boys think about that for our next show. Anyhow, I'm going to take a break for a sec. Uh, we all are just going to listen to uh, some music, I guess. I'm going to listen to I'm some rambling. Flipper, who uh, played over the break, one of their last shows with David Yao at Bottom of the Hill. If you were there on January 1st at midnight for New Year's, you may have heard the song. It's called Way of the World. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you are. Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the uh, mission and uh, Mutiny Radio. And uh, boy, it's so nice to have Milk, Crack, uh, Milk Crate Brian back. Sorry, I just took a, took a hit here. Uh, Milk Crate Brian back, uh, spinning tunes. It's very, very nice to actually have good music back on instead of Billy Joel to piss off Chuck. You are. And I believe we have a call in, right, Milk Crate? Yes, we do. We've got Hawk Mazzotta on line one. Hello, Hawk. What's happening, guys? All right. Hey, Hawk. Welcome back to our show, uh, Racers Alley. And boy, oh boy, you know, a lot of exciting things have been going on since the last time we've we've actually spoken. And uh, Wade just got back from Daytona racing. And like we said, what yeah. was he doing out there? And you actually also raced out there in Sonoma Raceway doing the baggers. Yeah. Yeah, I was riding the big old Harley Pig out there, man. It was a handful. It was awesome. Yeah, well, would you like to say anything about that? I mean, wow. I mean, uh, it looks like there was a lot of exceptional machinery with uh, light bodywork and a lot of unobtainium. Yeah, so these guys, um, Peter Nowaski with Nowaski Extreme Performance, they're based out of Wisconsin. And um, I ended up linking up with them through uh, fellow racer Corey West and... Um, we we hit it off and i did a, a a test with them out in alabama and then they drove out and we ended up racing sonoma so it was, it was a a lot to <clears throat> figure out in a very short amount of time i mean these guys have built this bike from the ground up it's a, it's a harley road glide um but obviously stripped down and the only thing i would say and i don't know but pretty much stock on the thing original is the frame the frame cannot be touched <laughs> and beyond okay. that these things man these guys they're pretty incredible what they build um it, it, it is a handful i think our bike still weighs mm, i think what is it six six hundred fifty pounds wow um, holy moly you know it's a it's a big bike but it's they've shaved a ton of weight off it, it ours is turbo <laughs> it's got a turbo on it which is just so badass um and then everything else on it is cool. it looks like the fairing the, the bag it's all carbon fiber um but it's really pretty raw dog i mean there's no steering damper there's no obviously electronics which is awesome you know it's just old school and um it was really neat to race and and at opinion or sonoma serious point whatever you want to call it you know, you guys know that track is so challenging physically and then to set a bike up for it. I mean, it was a handful, man. Thing, you're just dragging cases. Instead of tucking the front on your knee, you're tucking it on the case. It's a trip. <laughs> so I assume due to the name, they actually make you run bags on it, even though, I mean, you probably aren't putting anything in there, but you can't have Battle of the Baggers <laughs> without the bags on. Right. Yeah, no, you have to run bags. That's, that's a part of the gig. You run. So bags. do you run, like, cheesy carbon fiber the yep. cardboard bags or something on there <laughs> totally yeah there, there's a full-on carbon fiber and um i mean i told the boys you know it'd be sort of cool to actually throw like a little six-pack or something in them you know <laughs> yeah come on put something in there man they should make you at least carry a six-pack that's a good idea i know something or if it's yeah. wrong what you brung put a couple of nitrous bottles in there you know uh, or that i mean it's gonna happen you know well these you guys are, are just they're bike builders that's what they are they're not these they're not racers my team has never raced before the team i'm riding for and they're awesome 
Like it's it's really cool though. They love it, man. They love it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's just like we're part of like Hawkwazada's fucking race crew. And the thing is, you were mentioning earlier. I mean, I saw pictures, and it was like at one point they had a billet swing arm on one of these bikes. And like you were mentioning, boy, I mean they have the full like suspension, full radial, everything. You know, I mean they're not fucking around. But I'm still no. surprised it's 650 pounds, but it's it's the motor, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, so the turbo, that motor, I mean, this thing's heavy. Um, Ooh, and, and you turbo. know what's so cool is that it's the same for everybody, right? So, um, I mean, maybe 50 pounds difference or so to a non-turboed or the Indian. But um, everyone's sort of learning together. So they're, they're a handful. They're big. They're heavy. They, they just move and flex. But... You're a test you pilot. Know, it's sort of the same, <laughs> you know. You, I, I, I ran around to ask at Shane Narbonne and Corey West and Ben Bostrom, and these. I'm like, hey, is your bike just moving and sliding the whole time? They're like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're just out so there for the, the fun of it, everyone, you know? <laughs> and it's just crazy fun too. I mean, is it, and fun. you're you're mentioning. I mean. So you have a turbo on these, and you know a friend of mine was talking about how you did completely different lines, where you would think there would be a line at Sears Point. You were actually kind of getting out into the, uh, how do you say the, uh, the, you know, the rubber area, like especially coming yeah. down like the S's and shit. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just like, well, you're moving fat pigs, but it, it you is. also yeah. got to remember, it's like you're also moving fat pigs with fucking like lightning. So you're pointing and shooting that motherfucker, ain't you? <laughs> it's a lot of turbo. Shoot. Um, <laughs> it does pick up, I'd say, and I don't know. I mean, we have a lot of work to do on, on the bike I'm on. I mean, it, they did a great job. The thing pretty much out of the box worked. I mean, to be running up with those boys. But we're wow. using a bit more real estate than I'd like, you know, because if you mm. if you tried to tighten it up on the line you might be on, I'd have been on the ground, you know. So um, Gotcha. There is a bit more point and shoot. They're heavy, and um, what's cool about them is for as much horsepower as they have, you can get on it and whack the throttle pretty hard. And they're not—they're <laughs> not spinning up. They're—they're they're just slowly moving. It's—it's it's controllable. It's really neat. Yeah. How do you control when that turbo kicks in? I—I've ridden <laughs> one of the old CX500 turbos as a, a Honda aficionado, and I—I I know it's got a tendency to—you could be halfway through the turn and you hit that boost and all of a sudden that tire's spinning. How do you, how do you control it? It was pretty manageable, really. I was asking the guys the same thing before because I tested in Barber and it didn't have a turbo. And wow. So, you know, we were showing up for the race with a turbo. Like, well, what's it going to be like? <laughs> they kept intimidated. They like, oh, it's, it's crazy. And But aside from it was not running quite right, which I think I'm not totally sure it's going to take dyno time on and, and stuff, but it had a it had quite a bad miss in it. So when I'd crack the throttle, it'd sort of brrrr, and then it'd come on. Okay. So Ooh. that yeah. made it challenging because it was sort of nothing, and then it would come on hard because of the miss. But otherwise, honestly, I thought it was pretty manageable. You know, if you can, if you've got a good feel with your wrist, sort of dirt track, you know, like in the carousel, nice. you're cranked over, you crack it on. When it comes on, you, you just stand it up a bit and let it slide. I thought it was pretty manageable really kind of like riding a two-stroke power band is what you're saying yeah yeah it just really does like my seat doesn't have any back to it it's like a pedestal toy flat so it it kicks on and it it (laughs) it definitely jerks you back man i was sort of arm pumped out (laughs) wow you know that's awesome and you know um 
Well, uh, that being said, are you going to be running the series? Uh, are, you the, are you the writer? I hope so. That's the plan. I, I am. I am the writer for for the Nowaski team. Um, the plan is to run or was to run the okay. full Moto America series and the Bagger Racing League three races. But uh, yeah, I didn't know if there was more than one race. Um, explain to the listeners i mean we're talking about a bag of race over at serious point is is it something now that in america it's actually a, a, a class you know i thought it was an exhibition race uh, wade and i've been in exhibition races and it's just like uh is this now uh, a thing it is now yeah it's crazy i uh it was just an exhibition i think <clears throat> two years ago okay at laguna seca and now it's uh full-on six races within moto america um, wow we run daytona which will be pretty amazing on the banks on those big old things um <laughs> let's see road america wisconsin brainerd minnesota okay Pittsburgh, let's see new jersey laguna seca um one more but yeah i mean the full part awesome. of the, the show yeah. All right. So can we run a 76 Goldwing? Is, is that uh, 83, yeah. Can 83? I run my 83 Goldwing? <laughs> yeah, there well, you go. You know, Brian makes really great stuff here, and he, he's actually done great stuff with, you know, actually fabricating. Yeah, right? Yeah, you know? um, I could erase wire the cow skull that's on the front of it in case yes. it goes down so the well, bones yeah. don't get on the track. Well, that's for windage. Yeah. Uh, that'll hold on the windscreen. So I imagine. Uh, Goldwing on out. Is there, is there, are, are there particulars? I guess we'll have to look into the rule book to see what goes down, but uh, you are, you are. You know, congratulations on that, and especially, you know, uh, serious point boy uh, was that fun for you I mean that's kind of a, our track here you know up northern California for all our listeners serious points yeah. a California track in Sonoma and when I started racing in the 90s that was like the only track up here and then you had Laguna Seca in Monterey and then down south you had uh, Willow Springs up in the Mojave Desert so uh, yeah. when we call it serious point for you know, some of us call it serious point skill. So uh, how do you, how do you feel on that? Serious point does not have uh, for the racers. It's kind of a little uh, hilly, mountainous type of thingy, uh, and there's no room really for relaxation. It's it's uh, you're really always kind of working, and to imagine getting a 650 ton bike <laughs> through all that messes for a while, man, how, how was that? Because I know you know serious point. That must have been an interesting time. It was fun. It it was a handful that track is as you say i mean it's like a roller coaster but I, I i told the team owner before we went there and i said hey look you know i i'm not going to set expectations too high i've never you know raced a bagger ridden a bagger I, I haven't raced professionally in 11 years i'm i'm an old washed up racer you know like we got to be realistic here but <laughs> yeah sure leaving there <laughs> i felt pretty good because in my opinion if you can if you can run reasonable at Sears Point, um, be it physically, and then if you can set a motorcycle up, then you're pretty dialed for the most part anywhere you go. I mean, that's the hardest, I think it's one of the hardest tracks to set a motorcycle up for because of the elevation and the G outs and um, there is no resting. So it was good. It was fun. Yeah, Unfortunately, right. though, for me, I mean, we were up there. I was running third, and I should have been, I feel battling for a podium spot with Ben Bostrom um, but I fell off due to just physically my 
my elbows, my arms, I have nerve damage. I had surgery and they're, they're acting up. So I need to fix that. And, and so hopefully Incinion would be the worst track we go to. So hopefully I can, uh, you know, figure that out. It was quite frustrating to be honest. <laughs> well, you know, um, the thing about racers and the thing about uh, writers and poets, musicians and everything else in between, I mean, all we are is just, just like we can just, we're just so self-criticizing. But, you know, what you just said is you did, you know, you did a wonderful thing. And me going out right now, I'm hoping to go out racing in a month or so. It's just like Chad actually looks at me. How old do you think you were, Alex? You know, I guess I'll learn pretty much soon. It's like how many laps I could actually do, you know. And also, I mean, uh, you were pushing some pretty heavy machinery around, which is really cool. And, you know, and with a fucking turbo. Yep. <laughs> you know, so on serious point, you know, so it was like, you, 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 yep. I hope to see you. I was like, shake your hand one day. He's like, how many people do you know that has run a bagger around serious point with a turbo? Bam. Pretty cool. You know, yeah. like, all right, racing. You know, we're not fucking around here. You're behind Bostrom, you know. So you could sit at a pub and, you know, as old guys yeah. would go, like, we know who you guys are. You know, like, all right, you guys are badasses. And, yeah, don't feel bad at all about fucking just getting a little, like, crampy. <laughs> going around that. Man, you know, I can imagine how much uh, horsepower you're pushing out. With a turbo on oh, that, uh, uh, were you running an Indian or a Harley? Harley, yeah, it's Har- got a Harley lot of Davidson. juice. I don't remember. I don't remember the numbers. I know. I think I want to say. I want to say the owner said around 180. Um, wow. And that that was like the super mellow version. Yeah. You know, everything was turned way down and mellow, and um, that's why we didn't high side way up. Yeah, no yeah. high siding involved. Yeah. No. Wow. No, uh-uh. That must have been awesome, man. It was a very cool yeah. experience. I'm I'm so thankful to to the Nowaski team, the guys for you know letting me do it and hopefully yeah. the season will will continue and um and we'll we'll see. You know we're well uh, going for it. Definitely uh, give me any information you know on the face of the book or stuff. I can always pass okay. it on. Uh, you know, websites, anything, you know, for okay. the bikes they do. Cause you know, uh, racers alley has a, you know, a, a lot of folks, uh, paying attention, you know, uh, I think we got like 12 listeners now. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so it'll be really, really cool that way. So, um, yeah, another thanks. question, yeah. mate, you know, um, uh, Hawk, I just heard you really got a nice sponsorship for helmets and stuff. Yeah. So just one is the brand. And they are, uh, they're, uh, all the design is in Italy, and um, they make moto helmets, gloves, goggles, uh, apparel, boots are just about to come out. Um, and, yeah, awesome, guys. I met them down, I was racing the Rolling Sands Super Hooligan race down in, um, in Southern California on the beach, and the guy came up to me and gave me a set of goggles, and he said, hey, man, I'm watching your race, and give these a whirl and they're awesome so we linked up and it is top notch super awesome gear and i'm really thankful to those guys and they've got a uh, a road race helmet also that there's only a couple of them in the, in the united states and i got one of them and they're just beautiful so if you guys yeah if you ever see them check them out just one and um they're really safe good gear i'll only put my uh the thing between my head, the, the brains I do have, uh, in something safe. So I'm, I'm really happy with it. 
So, Hawk, when you say just one, uh, spelling-wise, it's J-U-S-T, uh, and one number. Uh, number. One. Nice. Yep. And yeah. um, uh, right now, uh, it sounds like they do uh, motocross gear uh, as far as uh, boots, helmets, and, uh, you know, just proper motocross gear. Yep. Yeah, awesome. they're awesome. You check them out. And um, um, are they are they sponsored you? I mean, uh, how's your camp going, mate? That that that's the uh, third, third question of the night. <laughs> like, third question of the night is like, how's your camp going? It's going well. So we've been sort of, you know, quiet time of the year to uh, do a lot of work around the ranch, infrastructure work on the tracks, and uh, getting ready. The second weekend of February, I'm starting a new racing series. Um, the Hawkins on Moto Camp right. Motocross Series. So I've, I'm still moving dirt, but I'll have a full blown kids motocross series starting uh, February 12th. And that'll be a six race series for the little guys up to uh, the biggest bike I'll allow the 150. And then we'll have camps all year long and private lessons. And then our backyard burner series will, will resume again. So all's good, all's busy. And just trying to keep uh, keep cranking and building it while still having a day job, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right on, right on. You know, uh, I think this is great, and I always pass it on. And, you know, I'm glad about the kids' camp and um, great about the uh, the sponsorship. That, that's an important thing as well, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, from here, I mean, really, you can always call in. Like I said, uh you're always welcome to call into the show and we're always happy to thank have you. you here and thank you for calling in again especially you know letting us know how it was going through uh serious point you know i mean boy oh boy um i'll probably get some questions and when i get questions i'll i'll, I'll ask you to call in again because i think uh, there'll be a little bit of talk about this and it'll be a really yeah, neat interest and in, uh, you know i'd like to throw the your way because we sit at the pub and it's just like really how much has that horsepower and all that and you know you, you did a really really cool and uh, great thing and you know i've been around that block as well and it's, it's very interesting to be a test pilot you know and mm -hmm. you know what you're getting into but i mean that's part yeah. of the fun you know i mean yeah. racers are racers and all we want to do is go as fast as we can on any bike we can you know i sure. mean uh yeah i had my issues a million years ago uh, on a bike um, over at the Isle of Man broke down every fucking lap yard uh, and then they gave me a new bike and it was just like I had like two laps to run it you know uh, but it was just like a point and shoot motherfucker that just went so fucking fast it was just like you, I was on a NASCAR you know it was just how, like uh, a, uh, it's and I, I really had a really proper super bike out there and uh, that actually helped me finish the race. Because as long as I could Man. see the exit, I could go as fast as I could, you know. But, uh, yeah, sometimes you just get things when that work that? and don't when work. Did you, when did you last run the aisle? That was 2005. Yeah. 2005, yeah. And, and my You're crazy, man. brain is every you what, day. You that's know? the real deal there. Aisle Man is something that I would love to experience it, but I don't think I'm quite, quite, quite crazy enough or big enough falls for that one. Well, we'll talk about that. I'm ready to go in another two years. And uh, Wade, just was, he does it all the time here. Wade, you know, it's just like, geez, when was the last time he did the wild? Uh, Wade's, you know, my mate and got me there. But, yeah, he's been, I think the last time was 2011? 2013, I think. 2013. It's but, yeah, back, but... now we can run 400s. Now we can run 250s, dude. So my plan uh, is to actually run a 400 out there 
which I have really? currently here I'm building. Uh, yeah, we're old and old enough to still do it. And, uh, That's so yeah, cool. They changed well, a lot of races. Know. Well, they changed a lot of rules recently. Yeah, they got rid of that newcomer's race. Did you see that raid? Yeah. yeah right. So I'm going to ask to try to get in, but yeah, no way. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> basically, as long as you have a pedigree here, you can go over there. And I'm sure racing yeah. a bagger, you are. You can get in. <laughs> but we'll, right, talk, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'll, I'll come watch you guys one you got, year. I just want to go experience it. Well, you got two years. Now, nah, once you get there, you're going to have a bike. It's just like, all right, I got to do this. You know, you are, you know, racers. But uh, anyhow, yep. um, great. So uh, your next class is going to be in February? Yep. Yep. February, we'll start the race series as well as the camps. Everything will pretty much fire off in february and go uh go till we get too much rain uh next winter how can our listeners uh contact you uh how, as far as your camps uh carrier pigeons really the best way i hardly really know how to work a computer <laughs> so facebook book i'm all facebook book you know. <laughs> yeah facebook just the hawkins automotive camp dot okay. com website or facebook or instagram or uh all you know the information's on there my phone number that's the best way just call me and i can share share anything you need to know all right i'll put that on uh, apparently uh pam has this thing here that my, our website for the show for me and me so i'll make sure you get on that right and uh yeah we'll talk soon uh hopefully you can call in again and definitely talk more about like i said when i get some questions about you on that big bike i'm sure they'll like to like hey man you know how'd you do this so uh, i'd love to hear from you again Awesome. Thank you guys for the support. I, I sure appreciate it. Good chatting. Right on, mate. And uh, you take care, and uh, we'll talk soon, mate. <laughs> right on, you guys. Cheers. Right Cheers. On. Right on. Cheers. Right on. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love Hawk Mazzotta, uh, his moto camp. And lately, he's been running big bikes. Yeah, 650 pounds. So, uh, and uh, yeah, with the turbo on Sears Point, boy, oh, boy. You know, man, you know, I, I like a. I was talking to them boys. It's just like, what can I run a VMAX? Technically, RER, you know. I ran the shit out of a VMAX. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, why not? You used to ride one of those all the time, right? No, oh, I had mine. Uh, Wade and I, one of the few times that VMAX actually is like one of the only times. I think we were out there in the middle of Marin and I was following you out there. Brap, brap, brap. And VMAX, it just opened its legs. Ah, wait, wait for a second. Yeah, but remember that? Yeah. We had one time on that VMAX. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. That VMAX is just like, yeah, it was happy for a second. I can keep up. Yeah, well, it's actually, they're fucking bitchingly fast. Yeah. And uh, they're just heavy. <laughs> but uh, RER, uh, unfortunately, Tom, Tom, Tom got that and... Uh, yeah, he was a VMAX uh, legend, actually. Uh, you are. But uh, anyways, uh, cheers to your shirt. All right. Yeah, and, uh, what a cool shirt. And to the moose. Moose. Ah, uh, moose. Yeah, moose was the one that introduced me to the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, it's Tom Reineker. He's like, yeah. anyways, you are. Anyways, it's been a great show, and uh, we're going to head off for a second with music, and uh, woo, yeah, yeah, we had a good time. We had a lot of talking, and we definitely have a lot more to, uh, you know, with our guests. We, we have a lot future. more to talk about in the future, because we barely scratched the surface with Daytona, Daytona, Daytona. and oh, yeah. uh, 
the serious point and the bagger racing and yeah, it was it was a nice show and thanks guys for showing up and uh, yeah yeah as always fun time fun times and this is our first show together as a wrecking crew Mr Wade Boyd uh, Subculture Racing and Milk Crate Brian spinning the tunes and yeah right on right on <laughs> very happy yeah and um, yeah uh, thank you for uh, Peter Essa for calling in and uh, thank you to uh, you know Eric Lindauer for calling in uh, Subculture Racing uh, and Peter Essa from Essa racing and both them boys you know just had some time out there over in uh uh florida and uh well peter lives out there but uh yeah they raced over there in daytona and we're gonna hear a lot more about that in the future because we barely scratched the surface as far as listening to it what it's like to actually race uh you know uh sidecars out there on the banks uh you know i barely scratched you know the surface on that and uh you know wade boyd out there he was running as well and they all rode out there and it was great to hear from you wade you are you are all right yeah and yeah we have a lot more questions on that right and uh milk crate you know thanks for having the tunes again and watch my back because i'm sure they didn't like the first couple of times <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're in good hands cheers brother all right and uh happy new year and uh here we are and welcome back to races out here at meet new radio in the heart of radio uh heart of the mission <laughs> ah. wah, wah.
All right, that was The Big Moon, Your Light. And today's playlist was handpicked by our special guest today, Phoebe Xavier, a fellow rainbow sister and comedian. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be interviewing her today. So I'm excited to have her on. Let's uh, Let's bring her up. Hey, Phoebe. Hey, what's up, Greg? Oh, you know, just sitting in the Mission District doing this silly radio thing. Oh, yeah, you have to, like, actually go to the studio to do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, during, co during COVID, it was like a radio is essential, so it got to stay open. But because oh. we, uh, like, for a while, it was only the people that were already here that were allowed to be here and a lot of the shows... Uh, people weren't coming in, but that's kind of how I started this show, was I was already, like, in a COVID bubble with Pam, so <laughs> we were just trying to keep the station full of content, and now the show started, so <laughs> I thought cool. it would be fun to kind of archive old Always Free. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is the Always Free podcast. I don't know if I told the audience that. <laughs> oh. I knew that that was the name. Yeah. <laughs> Working on those uh, intros. So, what's new with you, Phoebe? Um, so I have a job. Um, I was washing dishes, but now I'm a hostess and I'm hostessing. Very busy right now. Well, they're lucky to have you. Um, some of the people think so. I think. <laughs> Well, it's nice, uh, you know, you, you spent years on the road, so it's cool to hear that you're settling down. Oh, my God, this is the first time I've been on a lease or, like, had a job with, like, taxes on it. It's, like, 14 years, maybe. Wow. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> You've avoided it that long. That's awesome. That's yeah, inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> it took, like, effort to get off the road. You know, on the road long enough. Just between me and the world being on. Yeah, it's just, that's your reality. That's life. <laughs> so, um, all right. I want to start just talking about Rainbow. I want to ask you a question. I ask a lot of the people on the show. What brought you to your first gathering? Um, so, do you count, like, um, Rainbow uh, drum circles as a gathering? or? Sure, if that's uh, in your heart, your first one for yeah, for sure. I mean, that's my first exposure to, like, people saying this is a rainbow thing or whatever. Yeah, well, um, that's what brought you, right? So, yeah, sounds like the correct yeah. answer to me. <laughs> um, So, in La Jolla, uh, San Diego, the Black Beach Drum Circle was probably the first rainbow event that I ever attended. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it's, like, at the bottom of a cliff. That is, it's almost like a two-mile hike. You're zigzagging back across the cliff. And, um... And you're at the beach. There's no uh, road access to the beach, so the cops can't really roll up on you. And nice. hundreds of people wait every moment. I think I've heard of that. I've never attended myself. How did you find out about it? Uh, I lived in San Diego for a couple of years on and off, and we just like eventually learned about all the biggest parties in town. Like you do, like one does. <laughs> <laughs> so at this drum circle, that's when you found out 
about this uh, rainbow thing. <laughs> yeah. This glorified potluck that we do in the woods. I didn't understand like what the hell rain rainbow was or whatever, um, or why they were calling it that. And eventually I met somebody who was passing out flyers for an Arizona uh, 420 gathering, I think. And um, so that was the, my first introduction to the idea that this isn't just a Southern California thing. Like, they do it elsewhere. So what was your first gathering after that? I think probably the New Mexico Nationals, and I think it's 2008. So it might be 2009. Yeah, I think um, 2008 sounds about right. 